0: It's the midweek. You know what time it is. It's time for another midweek mini message. Let's go. Well, you can say a lot of things about 2020. You can say that it's been challenging. You can say that it's been uncertain, all kinds of things. But one thing you can't say is this, that the memes have not been amazing. It has been the strongest stretch of internet meme game, premium, grade A, top quality memes that you are ever going to see right now happening in our day. What a day to be alive. My favorite meme recently was the ones about murder hornets, specifically how like 2020, just when you thought it couldn't get any any more intense bring out bring the out murder the hornets, hornets right super funny i suspect that hundreds of years from now in the same way that we look back on ancient civilizations and discover things through artifacts and artwork about the babylonians and the ottomans and the romans they're going to look back on this time and find out all they need to know through those great memes that we are posting all the time online in all seriousness they're super funny they're, they're lighthearted they help us through these times but you know what it made me think too i wonder if the reason we love memes so much especially right now when we're Online it isn't so much that they're so funny. I just wonder if something good and lighthearted just seems so fresh and so bright in the overall. Angry divisive critical cesspool that is the atmosphere and culture the the zeitgeist of this world online Now I'm not suggesting that we need to like unplug entirely I'm not suggesting that you need to get off the internet in fact I made this video to be watched on the internet so obviously I don't think that that's going to be the answer But the first thing I want to think about today is this are we really aware that the internet and so many of these opinion Pieces and the news cycle and these talking heads and these blog posts comments things that we read and are coming at us all the time are we aware of the effect that this is producing in us it is stirring things up in us and producing fruit and generally speaking if you could typify how things are right now in our world I think you typify it by the fruit of anxiety despair insecurity the fruit of anger the fruit of division confusion and I wonder if we as Christians need to not only be aware of the effect that this is all having on us but even more so we need to be diligent and intentional to stir up things that produce good fruit. The Apostle Paul once wrote a letter to his young apprentice, Timothy. And Timothy was leading a group of Christians at the time. And these Christians were going through a terrible time of hardship. And so Paul writes to Timothy and he gives Timothy this instruction that is a principle that he wants him to roll it out to the rest of the church. And he tells Timothy, I love how the old King James translates it. It's in the second Timothy chapter one, verse six. Timothy is instructed by Paul. Paul says, I want to remind you to stir up the gift of God that is in you through the laying on of my hands. I know it's in you. I prayed with you and I want to remind you to stir up the gift of God. And he says, for God has not given us or you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And this is a real famous passage. Many of you have heard it. In fact, immediately I saw people sharing that verse online when we started into this coronavirus season that we have been given a spirit of love, power, sound mind. We, we believe that and Paul instructs Timothy in In this way. He doesn't. Tell him to focus on the fact that you've been given a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind, which many of us, when we share this or we read this passage, we make that the focal point that, oh, great, I've received the spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. I don't have to be anxious. I don't have to be afraid. God loves me that I've received that. And, and that is true. But the focus of this passage is not on what you have received. Because Paul is saying having received it is actually not what you need to do to experience it. We've all been given it. But the question is, are you experiencing it. And the reality is a lot of us, if you were really honest today, you're not necessarily typifying and describing your life through, you know, a sound mind, self-control, love and peace that comes from being known that God loves me and it casts out all fear or power that I'm empowered with wisdom and strength. And God's enabled me to get through these days with strength. You wouldn't say that's been your experience. You'd agree with the promise, but there's a gap between the promise and your experience. And many of us wonder why. Well, Paul actually says the focus of this passage is not what you've received but the fact that you and i are supposed to stir up those gifts that are in us to actually enable them that there's an activity that we can do that can bring that fruit out of us it can turn the seed that god has deposited in us through his grace as we have received it through salvation in jesus it can bring it up and out of us into our experience and the experience of others. Paul is trying to tell us that anxiety and fear and a lack of self-control and anger and bitterness and corruption and division and confusion, those are not the fruit of the seed that God has placed in you. Those are not the things that are the byproduct of following Jesus and he's saying this is not what should typify your experience and so here's what you need to do remember this is the standard God has given you a a spirit of power love and a sound mind so if you're not experiencing power love and a sound mind I suggest you need to learn to stir up the gift of God that is in you that if you're experiencing fear then it's time to stir up the fact that the perfect love of God casts out all fear meditate on the cross meditate on God's grace get out there and worship him unplug from the internet for a minute stop feeding your spirit and your soul with things that cause fear and division and despair and anxiety and start praising God and worshiping him and reminding yourself that greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. It casts out all fear. He's saying weakness should not typify your experience. I've given you power. I've given you strength for today. I've given you grace for today. I have given you sufficient grace. It was Paul who heard the very words from Jesus, my grace is sufficient for you. So if weakness and insecurity are typifying your experience, it's time to stir up the gift of God that he has put in you. To stir up this idea that God's spirit dwells in me, that the same power that raised Christ from the dead now lives in me and will give strength to your mortal body. He's telling us that confusion and anxiety should not rule our minds, but peace and a sound mind should be the byproduct of the fact that we follow Jesus. And so if you're not experiencing peace in a sound mind, he would say, don't look at the fruit, examine the root. And at the root of your life, are you stirring up things that produce? Produce anxiety or things in Christ that produce peace. Maybe it's not such a stretch and such a surprise. When we go home and we fill our minds with an hour of Instagram scrolling, an hour of Facebook scrolling, and then at bedtime binge watch a couple hours of Netflix and then wonder why I just don't have peace and I feel anxious. Maybe it's time to stir up the mind of Christ in us, to meditate like Psalm 1 says, meditate on his law day and night. And that as we do that, maybe it would start to replace some of the anxious thoughts that are in us. The fear that drives us, the despair that can seem to overwhelm us from outside of us, maybe if we learn to stir up the gift of God that is in us, it would start to supplant the things that are overcoming us. May you today learn that God has given you a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind, not of fear, not of scarcity, not of despair and division, and may you learn how to stir it up within you.